Good day, listeners. We present to you our podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches. We discuss a variety of topics that are important to the church. Examples include sexual abuse, all types of addictions, religious abuse, and recovery. This platform provides counseling sessions, meaningful question and answer, and a counseling continuum. Our co-hosts include Ms. Lolita, Personnel Director, Mrs. Tennille, our Technical Director. We have an impressive array of program contributors. And I'm your host. My name is Prince, founder of Antioch Youth Center, 5013C program, licensed counselor, now retired. So join in this exciting podcast, Wounded Hearts, Wounded Churches, and be a part of the healing process. So tonight we have a special guest. He was here two weeks ago and he had high numbers on his viewership. We're glad about that. Happy to have him here. Many of you know him, uh, Jonathan Burton. He's a PK son, business owner. He has a cabinet uh, program there, exclusives called Cabinet in California. You might remember his sister, Jill. In fact, I played their tape on Saturday outside meeting. The harmony was so excellent. Just beautiful, beautiful singing. But she's her brother. He's her brother. And we just love their singing so very much. Just a blessing. It really was. So Jonathan uh, has his own business. He's a dad. He's a father. And he does seminars on communication in families. Very effective. He has a podcast and a prayer uh, Zoom program also, too. So a very busy guy. So I want to give him a hand tonight. Jonathan, we're glad you're here. We're just glad to have you here. Thank you very much. Right. If someone wants to contact you about what you do in your ministry, how can they do that? Well, they can contact me through uh, uh, my email at uh, john, J-O-N dot exclusive cabinets and countertops at gmail.com for now. And uh, I, I don't have a problem giving out my telephone number, 951-961-9536. Um, yeah, so... We appreciate that. Thank you very much. Our time goes by so quickly here. I just can't believe it. So we got to pick up from last week and move on to some new and exciting announcements. Mm -hmm. So, uh, John, we were talking about separation when churches or groups separate and the effect. Uh, When churches separate, what effect does that have on the individuals involved? Um, it, there's a tremendous um, uh, effect. Um, we're still, I'm, I'm 60 years old and I am still reeling from the effects that it's had. Um, you have, uh, for me personally, if I could just give my own personal, uh, aban- <clears throat> uh, abandonment is, is a major issue for me. Uh, I, I am constantly trying to keep family together because I don't like feeling that abandonment part. And I felt like, uh, through the church, there was a sense of abandonment, not with my family, but my church family, who I was very connected to. So uh, that that is a real deal. Um, just feeling abandoned, feeling um, like you, there was something that uh, you did wrong. Uh, it felt like some punishment where you felt like you were being punished for for uh, something that you didn't know about. But there was punishment nonetheless, because you're like, you can no longer see those people. And uh, once you're connected to them, uh, it, it's, it's real. And I, I often think of the, 
just the body of Christ in general, where it says, Bible says, no part of the body can say, I have no need of it. It's just like your hand telling your finger, I don't need you. And it's just, right. and I think we forget about that when we're a part of the body of Christ. And this is the message I'm trying to get out now, which is if you're in Christ Jesus, you are a part of the body. And if there's any separation, you're going to feel the pain. And if you don't, you're probably not as connected as you think you are. Most definitely. Friends, we've been talking about the this issue here the past couple of weeks in that when you have a separation within the church, within the family, I'm sure as a counselor, there is trauma that goes on. And Brother John bringing this to light, other guests have, and that's got to be talked about because trauma can have a major effect mentally, emotionally, and it can be transferred to the next generation. That's true. We're going to do all we can to, to alleviate things, things and do things better as we go on. Can I add something oh, to that? Please, uh, if you would, please, if you would, please. Uh, because like, I, to your point, I have uh, a couple nieces and for sure nephews who I am trying desperately to get them to understand not to bring that into their life and their family. Because what I'm hearing right now from them is there's another split, which means there's another current generation of believers who are being scattered as a result of a some issue. We don't know what that we don't know what it is. But I do believe that in in some cases if if your love for that person is greater than the issue, you can prevent the separation. That's just like a husband and wife. I I'm I'm one of those people who I got divorced and I remarried my wife. And the the, the reason why that that is is because I realized that the value of my family, my children, were more important than the separation. And I had to figure out a way to find areas in my life that I could have done better. And, and I'm still working on it. And one of the things is I didn't honor. There was some, there was a lack of honor in certain areas. And so mm -hmm. it's always easy to blame the other person. That's true. But when you find yourself dishonoring your wife or dishonoring, the separation is already there and the kids are the ones that take the effect. They're the ones that get hit the most. And it's no different in church. If the parents decide to split off because they don't agree with a, something that comes across the pulpit or something like that, then the kids are the ones that takes the hit. And most of the time, from what I believe, whether it's in marriage or in a church, pride is the common denominator of most splits. The unwillingness to say, let's just sit down and let's talk it through. Let's not separate. Let's just talk it through and, and agree to disagree on certain areas. To our director, any comments or questions at this point? Not at the moment. Brother, I agree. Uh, you mentioned something saying do better and we can do better. I mean, we can discuss these things, communicate, talk these things through and come to a reasonable conclusion that will bless uh, the body of Christ. Uh, as a retired counselor, the most difficult type of counseling was family counseling. I mm. don't like doing that. I'm still doing it just part time now, just free of charge. But I didn't like that. Reason why the couples. Nine out of 10 blame one another. Mm. And as long as you're blaming, we can anything can get done. We but you know what changes that? What, it changes what, that? what changes that is. One person taking responsibility, say, I'm sorry you misunderstood me 
or I, 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 let me, let me redirect what I meant to say. What happens is they go at each other and no one's listening to the other person. I've had to stop and say to my wife, what did you mean by that? Let me make sure I understand. And, and she goes, and, and in the, in the, in the, right in the middle of emotion and, and, you know, flailing and all the different things, you can't get your point across. But then when cool heads prevail, you go back. And if the man of the house, I'm going to put it on men because that's, that's my mission. That's my ministry. You put it on the man. If the man can walk away long enough and let things cool down and come back and say, listen, let's take a step back and let's, let's walk this through again. Nine times out of 10, the family is going to follow his lead. We are not, we are not thermostats. I mean, we're not, we're not thermometers. We're thermostats and we can set the temperature in any environment. If, if we just choose to do so, sometimes I have to come in my house and take my hat off because I'm no longer dad, the boss I'm dad. And what happens is they come in, I got my hat on, I walk in the house and I'm making all kinds of demands. Um, and my wife had to remind me, you're not at work anymore. You're not going to boss us around. You're dad now. And I had to take off my hat, take off my attire so I can get into dad mode. And most of the time it, it helped tremendously. Thank you for that. And that's part of the process. Issues are going to arise in the church and in the home. Is that right or wrong? And so we can we can work through these. Now, some some issues you can't work through. We understand that, but that's few and far between. Mm -hmm. Issues can be discussed without laying the blame, and then work to work those things. Like you're going to have issues. I I mentioned uh, to a couple of months ago, I had an issue with myself. I wanted Hogan Dawes ice cream. Other part of me said, no, we want the homemade, an issue. So you got to work it out. No matter who you're with, there's going to be issues going to arise with you, family, the church, whoever. And working those things out is part of the process. Brother John, any more comments on that subject? If not, we'll move on to something else. Any, any yeah, just, just real quick, I think uh, operating in offense. Um Offense is 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 so you could so quickly get offended true. by something that you may not understand. And here's the word that I would say that helps offense. And that is grace. If you give someone a little bit of grace and let it let it let it unfold. Most of the time, you're not going to have this blow up. Most of the time you're going to say, let me give him some grace or let me give her some grace. She didn't really mean that. Let cool heads prevail. And then you can go back those are the things that will help keep the splits from happening. I really believe that. A friend of mine said offenses will come. <laughs> they will come. They're, they're going to happen. All right. Any questions or comments from our director? No, we're good. All right. Brother John, tell us about the activity. I'm excited to hear about it. Let our viewers know about it. Please do that. We're excited. I am excited, too. It's just such such an awesome day. It's, a, it's the... Burton uh, get together, Springfield, Ohio. Um, we are going to, there's people coming off from all over, all wow. over the countries, people wow. coming from all over the world. Wow, wow. Pretty much. It got Cayman Islands. We got people coming in from California, wow. Wow. Uh, Michigan, um, Florida, uh, just, just so many people. And in Springfield alone, there are families that are actually getting together for the first time they've had, Families that were split up, wow, brothers that are not wow, talking wow, to sisters, wow. sisters not talking to brothers, and they're all going to be in one building 
because <laughs> the common denominator this time happens to be the Burton family and the singers. And, and so they're putting their, they're putting their swords down just long enough <laughs> to come in and, and listen to some, some singing and hopefully with food and singing. And I believe the Lord's going to give me a word. I really do. I believe he's going to give me a word that's going to help uh, bridge this gap. And I'm, I'm hoping and praying that there will be a time through the music and the worship that we will be able to allow healing, forgiveness and restoration to come to the people who are going to be there. And that's my prayer. My prayer is to allow, let the tears flow. These people, these people have been holding their breath for a long time. They said, it's time to exhale. It's time to no longer feel like you're holding the bag. One of the things I, I, I use this illustration and I may use it there is get a big bunch of rocks together. And the rocks are, are different things where a parent was told, here, hold this rock, here, hold this, hold this burden, hold this. And next, you know, no, this this kid at 12 years old was to hold all these rocks, but no one mm -hmm. ever told them they can let the rocks go. Amen. You can put the rock down. Amen. And so because of that, they're actually stooped over from the weight. They're, the weight has just completely pulled them down. Some of these mm -hmm. people are my age and they look three times older because of the weight that they've been carrying for all these years. And so I'm hoping by the Holy Spirit, and by the grace of God, that we go there and we sing and that burden is lifted off of them. That That is that is the hope and the prayer that they go away literally free, completely Pre free. And this is why we're here. Uh, if you just tuned in, we're not going to churches. This is why we're here to, to bring some reconciliation within God's people, Church of God, and we're doing a small step to do what we can to see if we can't do things better. Lines of communication, opening them up to, to, to take those steps to reconcile. Brother John, what is the program time? What, what are those times and dates? Okay, it's going to be on the 21st, 22nd, 23rd. We'll be there Friday, the 21st. Uh, we're going to have meet and greet where people are just going to come in. We're just going to hang out and have fun, play games, and et cetera. Saturday uh, morning is going to be a men's um, breakfast uh -huh. with with a, uh, a town hall. We're just going to discuss men's stuff. Uh -huh. And then uh, later in that evening, six o'clock, we're going to have a potluck. And then around seven forty five it is going to be on and cracking. We're going to have wow. some we're going to have music. We're going to sing mom and dad songs on the Burton album, the Where Jesus Is Tis Heaven album. Also, the Keep Trusting album. My brother, my brother, David, uh, he sounds so much like my dad on some of the songs. Wow. Wow. My sisters are going to be uh, implementing our, uh, Mel and Jill because Mel and Jill are no longer with us. Right. We got Pam, Paula, Celeste uh, and Rhoda. They can sing just like them. And so I believe the sound is going to be very close. And of course, all the harmonies, we still harmonize. My brother, David, myself, my brother, Peter is going to be there. Maybe my brother, Eric's going to be there. Pam, Paula, Celeste, Rhoda. Uh, they're all going to be there. So uh, not all of us, but there's going to be a big chunk of us there. Charles is supposed to be there. My brother Charles is supposed to be there as well. So someone listening tonight, what is your message to someone listening? What is your message tonight? What do you want us to take? What's the takeaway from tonight? The takeaway tonight is is uh, unifying the, the the flock. The flock has been scattered. And uh, we, we one of the things I wanted to to seek forgiveness for is I'm going as a liaison for other pastors. We need forgiveness. The pastors in so many ways have failed the sheep. They have failed the flock. 
And it's very unfortunate, but I'm going to put the truth where the truth is. We, we, we failed in so many ways. And because of some of our actions as pastors, and I'm going to say, we're sorry. And we want you to forgive us. We, we need the forgiveness. Uh, we need it because we put it out there. And I, maybe I wasn't the pastor at the time, but I am now. And I see it often. And, and my, my focus is to reach out to those hurting people and say, you know what? By the power that's invested in me, I want you to be healed. I want you to be whole. And by the grace of God, that's what we're going to pray through. Well, John, are a lot of people wounded in these different issues, do you think? Oh, absolutely. And it's not just it's not just back east. Uh, it's across the board. I was talking to a family today who said the same thing They're there. It's it's literally a either an epidemic or a pandemic of, of church wounded folks. Uh, it's 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 yeah. it's bad. But we believe if there are a few people who are willing just to show your heart. And there's one thing I, I could say about you, uh, Brother Prince, is your heart is is really genuine. You you feel, and the reason why you and I feel connected, you say that, you say, I feel like I've known you from before. I believe it's because our heart is connected in really wanting to see people whole, see people really get freedom from, from, from the, the unforgiveness and freedom from the hurt and let them continue to live their lives the way they're supposed to in freedom. This is why we're here, friends. This is our podcast mantra. Uh, to be clear, there's been some hurt. There just has. And, and we want to do all we can, people like Brother John, Neil Stranet, to come together and do what we can to heal those who will be healed and to learn. We're doing this to reach out, to help people to heal. That's the main focus here. So we're going to be praying about that. Any comments from our director? Brother John, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Lord bless you.